There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Desmond. I'm Kern. And I'm Rose. And we're joined by a special guest this week. Kaya. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Kaya. Hey, Kaya. Join us for a very special Yay. episode. Ha ha. Ha ha. Oh, no, no. And as usual, we're going to start off the podcast with some current event type stuff. Current events or current? Current, current events. events. Every yeah, time we play that time, last time. Current events. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That means I have to mention how old he is right now. No, so no, we no, get it no, all no, the no, way. Everything out of the way. Not until his birthday. Yeah, oh, which is coming oh, up oh. here in a couple of months. But Ooh. Which will be the current event that week. That'll be the current event. The, that'll that'll, be, the that'll be a current, current event at yeah. that point in time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And it'll be about how old he is. So we'll get everything in more. It's Christmas in July. So who wants to start us off? I'll kick off. Um... I've got a deal from uh, Titan Comics. It is the Keep the Chills Coming Horror Comedy Norman, now a monthly series. Beginning this June 2016, Titan Comics will expand the gloomy world of the award-winning graphic novel series when they launch Stan Silas's Norman as a monthly series. From visionary writer-artist Stan Silas, creation is perfect for fans of Emily the Strange, Leonore and the grand tradition of horror comedies, Gremlins, Shaun of the Dead, and Chucky. Announced at the Comics Pro Retailer Summit in Portland, Oregon, the debut issue of the new series features an exclusive cover by series creator Stan Silas and macabre superstar of the Leonore series, Roman Dirge. I think I'm saying that right. Anyway, that is coming out from Titan Comics. Uh, It is a... Little kid, it says here on Titan's website, Norman is a typical eight-year-old living in a little old house with a zombie uncle. A fan of horror movies, he seeks to recreate his favorite scene starring his heroes, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Uh and Michael Myers. (laughs) As his next victims, Norman chooses his classmates, the new boy Jeremy, and the local rich girl Grace. Grace, she sounds like a bitch anyway. Right off the bat this week. We were getting everything. (laughs) As they join the ranks of the local missing children, Norman has has to work hard to avoid discovery. So we got a little serial killer that's eight years old. Creepy eight-year-old serial killer. In the illustration, they depict him wearing a t-shirt that kind of looks like a depiction of Freddy Krueger's sweater and a hockey mask like uh, Jason. And the knife. And he's got a very Mike Myers knife like Mike Myers. I think they got all the homage in there. There you go. And can I say, I'm really glad that he got out of the way because not cursing is my Achilles heel. And (laughs) you have no idea how much of a miracle it is that we've made it through this many podcasts without me swearing as like drunken sailor. Well, uh, there's also um, another thing that's that's happening is apparently Death Note is an anime. Pretty, really good anime. 
<laughs> apparently Death Note is an anime. Sure Death Note, yeah. Coming News from our flash. coming from our resident anime expert, Rose. <laughs> but it's really awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, now you can see it in Blu-ray on Blu-ray because they're coming out with it on Blu-ray. It's kind of expensive. Is it coming out on Blu-ray? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I said that noise was not a bad noise, guys. That's because when I took my goddaughters out shopping, they were like, We want this just because it has a scary photo on it. And they picked Death Note, so I bought the box set for them. And now they're going to see this and be like, hey, we know what we want. So go ahead. What's the, what's, do you know what the price is so I can just prepare myself? Well, it comes out uh, March 1st. It's the whole series together. Uh, it's kind of expensive. The Omega Edition. It, that one is $70, $69.99. And the Standard Edition is $54.97. So it's kind <laughs> of expensive, but anime is expensive. Blu-ray is expensive. It's kind of what we're used to if you want to buy the anime. True that. True that. True that. Also, though, something oh. else exciting that I'm way more excited about. We're all more excited. Lay it on That uh, announced today at 9 in the morning from Nintendo Direct mm-hmm. is the next generation of Pokemon games. Uh-huh. Comes out. <laughs> oh God damn it. I, I said I was going to do it, and everyone was like, no, don't do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it comes out uh, this holiday season. Um, they're called Pokemon Sun and Moon versions. So, already saw some a great uh, picture of the Moon version where it was Moon Moon version. Had that <laughs> derpy husky dog like me. But um, and, and what is this on again? Is this going to be the the? It's going to be on the 3ds. It's going to be on the 3ds. Okay, now this isn't the same thing. That's the regional deal that's going to work. No, off it's of- not Pokemon Go. Oh, we okay. find out more about that. I'm guessing they're having a game convention. In March, that they're going to talk at. Niantic okay. is going to talk at. So I'm guessing we'll learn more. Maybe the release date Hopefully. at that. Maybe the release date. Maybe the open beta. Something like that. I'm yeah. thinking the open beta. I'm it'll thinking be, it'll just, be they just finished the closed beta. Yeah. So hopefully open beta soon. It'll be in our hands soon. Thank you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. important. And then I'm, I'm excited will waste because y'all are excited. Driving around. We sure will. <laughs> Training to be the best. We'll drive to Albuquerque to catch a Mewtwo and we won't even feel bad about it. No, no. Yeah. Well, as long as there's a jack in the box, I don't really care. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> we get to experience this thing called 7 Eleven that we don't have here. Nope. Oh, yes. And it seems like a faraway mystery thing. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Pokemon. Thing. Woo! And my prediction right now about Pokemon Moon and Sun, real quick. In every game, there's like the Team Rocket equivalent. They have different names. Oh, yeah. And this one will be Team Eclipse. It has to be Team Eclipse, right? Team Eclipse. That makes too much sense with the Sun and Moon thing. Yeah, because they already did Galactic. But it could be Team Rocket, because I mean... (laughs) (laughs) No, it was only Team Rocket, like in blue, red, yellow, and then in gold and silver. And then after Uh that, it was other things. Classics. Yeah. Anyway. Cool, very cool. All right, hey, new Doritos, Batman vs. Superman, digital copy available exclusively at Walmart. Is it co- uh-huh. a copy, a copy of the movie? No, okay, it's I'm going to tell you about comic. it. Oh, hey, it's a digital comic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Doritos is teaming up with Walmart to extend the excitement around Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, into the digital space. Starting February 29th, Walmart shoppers get exclusive access to a custom DC Comics digital comic book when they purchase a specifically marked Family Fun Mix multi-pack. <laughs> family Woo-hoo! Fun Mix Fun Mix. Batman vs. Superman Donna Justice Upstairs slash Downstairs is a 24-page... <laughs> <laughs> upstairs? That's the name of the comic? That's upstairs, <laughs> down upstairs, down upstairs, downstairs. 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 Downstairs.
Well, I mean, it, hey, it was a time weird for until I Dawn read it out Justice loud. to get all that excitement. So I'm like, it's a Batman solo. And B, then it, there was Doritos tie yeah, It sounds weird Walmart after I tie-in. read it out loud. But anyway. No, no, it's interesting. It's just like, now I just picture them living in a duplex. Mom. Getting really angry. Yeah, he's in he's in Superman's basement. Uh, that's where the real Batcave is. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, it is a 24-page digital comic from writer Christos Cage, penciler John Bennett, inkers Sean Parsons, and colorist Hi-Fi Studios. And in and is inspired by the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice movie, which is in theaters March 25th. The graphics, illustrations, and content are never before seen and feature Batman, Superman, and the unveiling of the Man of Steel's new statue in Metropolis. Woohoo! In addition... <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to the custom comic, the purchase of the... Specifically marked Family Fun Mix multi-pack will give shoppers three bonus entries into the National Choose Your Side, Choose Your Prize program. This is how it works. Purchase Doritos Batman vs. Superman Family Fun Mix. Go to Doritos.com and choose your side. This episode is brought to you by Doritos. Walmart. Yeah. Choose whether you're going to be Team Batman or Team Superman and register and submit your unique on pack code instantly receive a code to unlock your free DC digital comic book on readdcentertainment.com. There you have it. Upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> I can't that, get that over killed, that, that name. I don't care. <laughs> I like how it's like never before seen, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this in about a dozen comics that I can oh, yeah. think of off the top of my head. I'm like, so it's the Dark Knight sure. Returns mixes with the man, whatever happened to Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know, but that's how I felt, and I also felt very hungry for Doritos. Yes. Yeah. I am hungry. I think we can all agree Doritos is a fine product. Yes. Yes. And if they want to sponsor us by just giving a free bag every week. Yeah. You don't have to pay. Just no. We'll leave them that. while we talk. A free bag podcast. a week for life. Same goes for anybody. If you want to just like give us some beer and we'll plug your products. It's yeah, definitely we'll do that. Um, Cookies. I have a very brief news item that <gasps> I want to go over. Oh. I love talking about VR. The future. I can't wait for VR. You were pretty upset last but time. But the people that VR. make VR don't care about me. Oh. And you're no, still upset. No. <laughs> Oculus Rift announced their price at $600. I understand it's like this is the first tier. Like this is the first year. It's like the very first year TVs were out. Not everybody had one because they were super expensive. You waited a couple of years, they were affordable. That seems to be the way it's going to be with the VR stuff because Oculus was $600. And then the HTC Vive, they announced the price on that that I was super excited for. And they're like, that's going to be $800. Oh. Why? Uh, Steam. <sighs> Steam. Valve. Valve. Yeah. So, in short, I'm sure I'll be playing a bunch of great VR games in 2020. 2020. Not this year, next year. I'm, I'm actually more excited now for the Rift than I was, so good job. HTC. Yeah, now I want the Rift because I'm like, I can save $200. Well, not only that, did you see the spec sheet? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. This was supposed to be brief, but I saw it and I was like, wow, my computer would dominate a Rift, and then they released this one, and I was like, my computer might run that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm, my, the computer I have right now can run the Rift, but with the Vive, it wouldn't be able to. Yeah. I'm like, so not only would I have to buy more expensive VR goggles, I'd have to buy a new video card. Well, I know the video cards that just dropped less than a year ago apparently are what you need to run this. You can yeah. no longer run with like a legacy. And I'm saying legacy with the 290, which is the minimum required. That's what I have. Right, right. But I just can't believe that. Wow. I'm very upset. The, the, the last hope I have for this year is the PlayStation VR. 
That's that true. Worth. The last and I, I think they'll make it comparable because they make money on games. Which I thought I just, is what Steam and Valve would do. PlayStation, you're my only hope. I just can't <laughs> see them charging more for a peripheral than they do for the system. That's what I keep coming back to. If you can get a PS4 for $300, why would they make you buy goggles Especially because you're going to be tied to one hardware set. You yeah. don't have to, you know. And you w- There wouldn't be any kind of option for like homebrew stuff. You'd basically only be able to use it on their thing. Which I think which would will, be fine. Which because will sell, help sell their own software and stuff too. So I doubt it'll be... And it'll be it'll be like everything else. It might be five hundred. Might be four or five hundred, but I don't see it being as bad as the other one. But yeah. Anyway, is there any other news? Any other news? Uh, Not really news. Um, Just the kind of leading into the topic that we're going to cover today. um, uh, We're going to be talking about some cosplay etiquette. But before we go into that, Valiant Comics has a new comic out called Faith, and that's what kind of led into this episode. That we're going to do and faith is a plus-size woman superhero and she's not your typical cookie cutter our hourglass shape uh skinny mini superhero that they depict typically uh she's full figure plus size and uh the comic itself is an okay comic i've read uh issue one and issue two which issue two i think comes out in a week or two it came out yesterday oh did it come out yesterday um and uh and the comic is okay. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty decent. There's a few aspects of it that I like and that I don't like. But that's not what I really wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the imaging that they're portraying with this character, and that it's a plus size woman playing a superhero character. Right. So it's going against what we normally see. You know, we we typically see a chiseled guy, a Superman or Batman that's got the pecs and the bulging biceps and the huge quads on his legs. And the same <laughs> with the woman. You know, she's got the the huge shapely butt and the tiny waist and the huge breast and everything's flopping out and sexy and everything like that. And that's the typical, <laughs> hey, Power Girl's a thing. I mean, that that's the window. typical cookie cutter image for, for comics. And oh, yeah. uh, cool. I think it's fantastic that they're doing something different and they're portraying a superhero that is more relatable to possibly a lot of young uh, readers that are out there and uh, oh, yeah. people that are interested. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it got me to thinking, and, and I brought this up and Rose jumped right on it because I know she does cosplay. Uh, and uh, it's one of the things I remember is some cosplayers talking about how they're plus size girls and they've done some uh, cosplays in the past where they were like Sailor Moon or somebody like that. And they're uh, wanting to do the cosplay because they like the character. And they were getting basically crap from people because they're a plus size girl portraying this oh, skinny yeah. character and and that's what I wanted to you know to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Well and that's the thing, I love that this comic came out because like it, it's just more it's it makes more sense. Like not all mutants are gonna be sized one or two, you know, not all it's something that like is in the genes and everything. Yeah, so bunch of regular people. You're just gonna be regular people. So it's interesting I think to see more normal or different sized people than just your regular basic thing. Um, and hopefully that opens the door for more different yeah. looking people. And, and Kaya, you know, joining us today, uh, Kaya Cosplay, can you tell us a little bit about, about you know, you've got a cosplay site and you do cosplay all over the United States? Um, yeah, I, uh, I am based here um, in Texas, but I travel and I go to everything from California. This last two weekends ago, I was in Maryland for Katsucon. Um, it's a lot of fun. I have a page. You can find me at Kaya Cosplay on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but I travel a lot. I get to talk to a lot of people. 
and uh, I get to meet a lot of really awesome cosplayers, which is really yes. cool. I swear, I fangirl over everybody. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Have you guys, I mean, both of you guys, uh, Rose and Kaya, both cosplayed a lot. Have you guys experienced anything or known people that have experienced that kind of uh, ridicule for wanting to portray a character and not fitting the body image? Or, or even if it's not the body image, but they're catching flight because maybe their costume doesn't look exactly 100% or whatever the case is. You know, my opinion is these people out here, they're putting it out there on the line and they're just wanting to do something. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just for fun. Um, but I mean, it's out there just like with every community, there's going to be hate and there's going to be bags. There's going to be those people. Um, and a lot of people just, you know, ignore it, whatever. And it's not a big deal. But then when you really run into it, there's people who get, you know, beat up, um, because they do something because they're not the right skin type or, you know, um, they maybe don't have quite the skills to accomplish the costume. Mm -hmm. And so there's flaws in the costume and people get you know, really upset about it. And I've even had people on my page that tell me your facial expressions aren't right. <laughs> you know, like people will find well, something you, wrong with it. Uh -huh. the streets, I'm I know, man. Yeah. But it's, it, it gets pretty crazy. Um, I've had lots of friends that, you know, have quit cosplay or at least temporarily stopped doing it because they get so much hate over a costume. Um, Especially when you do something that's a little out of the box, if you do your own version or yeah, yeah. something like that. I, and that's one of my favorite things about whenever I go to Comic-Con, and I've gone to San Diego Comic-Con, which is the largest Comic-Con, in the, I think, in the world. I'm not for sure if it's in the world, but it's definitely within the United States. Mm -hmm. And I've gone to the smaller Comic-Cons, and still, at every con, no matter how big it is, my favorite cosplays are the people that do their own unique renditions mm -hmm. of a character. Yeah, I think those are always more interesting. Like the... Like at uh, KatsuCon this last year, there was a whole group of armored armored evolutions. So they uh, had like Evie and Sylveon and Flair, and they had all of them. But and like so in armor. much went into that. There was one guy, um, an illustrator, that did just the weapons. There was another person who did the concept art, and then another girl who took the concept art and made digital art. And then each individual cosplayer made their armor. Oh, wow. So they all had, like, different flavors. It was really cool. Yeah. Wow, that sounds pretty intense. Yeah. It looked, they looked, they ended up looking really cool. But, yeah, that's the thing. Those those more, those different versions They're of the characters, I think, are super always more interesting. fun. Yeah, and I guess you got the anal people, you know, that can sit there and go, oh, that's just not, you know, accurate, and they want to hate on it or whatever. But I think it's brilliant. I mean, yeah. I love seeing those depictions. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 5'2", and I cosplay, you know, Urza from Fairy Tale, who's super tall. And, of course, I'm taking pictures with my friends, and I'm, like, not right at all. So we're putting me on top of, like, steps and <laughs> stairs to try to make me look like I'm the right height. Uh, but, I mean, you just do it. I, I'm a, I don't know, I'm, I'm big on thinking about my characters before I do it and maybe I'm scared but I generally don't do characters that I feel like I don't fit the mold for because yeah. I'm terrified of you know being pulled apart yeah uh, and that was a question I had because uh, I'm looking at a list I made here um is there a cosplay that you're actually afraid to do that you've said I want to do it but you're afraid of the reaction you would get from it so you haven't done it yet or you're not going to do it oh yeah I mean there's and that's really superficial but there's plenty of characters like that are depicted with, like, huge breasts. I don't have that. <laughs> and if they're scantily clad, I don't even have any way to pretend I have that. And people say stuff. Like, I did um, I did Jinx from League of Legends, and people were still telling me that I didn't have, uh, that I had too much. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is because deep. she doesn't have like <laughs> she's any. Completely, she's completely completely yeah. flat. Yeah. And I've seen I've so many you. girls that are that are busty that have done jinx, and that's always one of the comments. The very first comment. You have your boobs who, are too big to right play this character. About too much breast. Right. It's, but it's, it's actually true. a fairly common complaint. I though. know. Really. But it's a similar thing as to thing the thing with weight. Like people are saying that you know if you cosplay this character that is. Um, bigger or is curvy and you're not, how dare you do that? Well, all these girls who don't have boobs that are like, hey, how dare you take a character that I can cosplay and do it when you have boobs and you have access to so many others. Wow. That's their view. And I don't like think taking it's, their boyfriend or something. I don't think it's right, but that's <laughs> yeah. it's like they've been beat up for not having it. And so they pick on the people who do when they try and take the characters yeah. that are, okay. they don't fit into. So they, they feel like since they were banged up about it, they feel the need to bang somebody else about it up about it instead of just blowing it off and yeah, saying Yeah, right. Instead of being like and Your being cosplay supportive. looks awesome. Yeah, I did jinx supportive. too. Yeah. Let's be jinxes together. Because that's not <laughs> Which is what it should be. I mean, exactly. I think for the most part, the cosplay community is like that. It's they're incredible. Nice. It's they're a, they're fun people to be around. They're super accepting. They're super supportive. Yeah. It's but just those just few a, people, and most of them are online. And you know, most of them aren't cosplayers. Mm, yeah. Like, I was say, most the, of the majority times, of them. Yeah, most of the time you see people complain, it's people that aren't cosplaying. Mm-hmm. They're just there at some convention, and they're like, you don't look the way I think you should. It's like Because I'm cosplaying your favorite character, and I didn't yeah. do the depiction that you like the best. I must be wrong. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Chris. I, I didn't realize that before, because I don't cosplay, but I build like costumes and stuff. Even when I know mine's not on point or I know somebody else's is on point, we'll still sit and talk about the techniques we use and what we want to change about it and how we're like, yeah, I know I didn't get the hair quite right. I got to figure out a better way to make fake flames next time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. I got to find a way to hide my glasses better or integrate mm-hmm. them into the costume. People do that. But it's really weird that you, you said that because I hadn't noticed it before. I don't think anyone that's ever been in costume while I'm in costume has ever come up to me and like, no. Not, not once for me. No. Yeah. It's never happened to me either. Most of it's really online. There's the people, and, like, you kind of hear it at conventions. Like, if you're paying attention, you In can the hear people whispering, like, the bad stuff, but nobody's going to say it to your face. Yeah, no balls. What, what about kids? Kids? <laughs> yeah, no, I asked because kids are, like, very brutal. C- kids oh. are brutal, but kids love cosplay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could have the worst costume on in the world, and I am their favorite superhero, and they're going to love me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like the only the only like time that we had kids noticing, at least noticing me, was when we were doing our ponies. We did ponies. My Little Ponies group, and I was Twilight Sparkle, and so the only reaction I ever got from kids was, "Oh my god, it's Twilight Sparkle!" Oh, I and had then they wanted one. to hug me and take pictures. I was doing yeah. Rainbow Dash, and I had this one little boy that literally screamed at me. He was so excited. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can understand though. Um, you know, only doing a cosplay that you can fit the body image because at, at Comic Con when I was there, I was I wanted to do a cosplay so bad. And I'd never done cosplay before, ever like officially done it, you know, or anything like that. And I wanted to do it, and I'm just like, what could I do? What could I be? And I don't have the skill set to like really cut out all this cool armoring material or anything like that. So I was just trying to think, what do I fit? Well, you know, I'm a ginger. You guys at home can't see me, but I am. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'll just shave the middle section of my beard. I'll put some uh, fatigues on, and I'm Abraham from The Walking Dead. And boom. Uh... So that's what I did. And Because, I mean, honestly, I was more concerned about what I would fit into mm-hmm. than what I would not fit into, and I'd want to do What you it. actually want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I get, um, I get pegged for all the, like, children characters. 
people, friends even, and I don't blame them because I'm tiny, but they come to me and they're like, we're doing this group and you'd be perfect for, for this character. And I'm like, she's 12. <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I mean, one of my first cosplays that I did with friends and stuff was Annie from League of Legends, which is this little girl. Like, she's like eight, nine years old. I think she's... She's older now, I think, 10. So it was like... It's like, that was fun, but I should probably do characters that are closer to my age. And, you know, it's like just thinking of that kind of stuff. You, you guys should do that cosplay together because I'm telling you right now, there's Teddy. Like, he comes with Timbers. Timbers. Ah! I don't understand these references at all. It's League of Legends I've stuff. Never played League giant Legends. bear. Or he comes out, Although, yeah, he protects her. He's I'm like a giant a, bear? Yeah, he's like Big Daddy. See, I'm so, a fat guy. I've thought about cosplay before. And then I was like, I know, I can do Dr. Robotnik or Kingpin. And then that's as far or as Or Rhino, you can do Rhino. Or Snorlax. You can do See, whatever you can do whatever you want. You want. Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to be Fat Batman. Fat Batman. Hey, what's funny is Would that be just like, Fat Bat? Because yeah, Fat, <laughs> fat Batman. It's just because like story. I like poking fun of myself, so if I made a character, I wouldn't just say I'm Batman. I would say I'm Fat Batman. I'm Batman that let himself go. Yeah, uh, no. There was the guy at uh, BlizzCon, was it last, not last year, but the year before, that did the, what's it from, um, the guy at the computer? Oh yeah, he did the South Park character. Yes! He did that month oh, when I went too, because he yes. looked like yes. just yes. like yes. him. He looks just like, like him, and that's you, the epitome of doing what you look like. Yeah, he, he looked just like that, that guy from South Park that plays World of Warcraft, that like, he's, he's unbeatable and they have to like, Click. do all the crazy stuff Click. to beat him. He had like the little desk, yeah. and then the he rolled computer, around, and all the, the trash computer. was right. Yeah, kind of like the and real life Peter Griffin. Yes, yeah, that like guy that. looks great too. But yeah. you could tell if you walk up to him that he had shaved the top of his I head, too. so that it he wasn't like actually he wasn't actually balding. Wasn't actually balding. He just shaved the top of his head. But it was brilliant. I like laughed so hard. It was hard. so good. Oh uh, man, and I think everybody has those characters that you're like, I look like this person, so I should do that, even yeah. if I know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. It, do you think that's how people? So a lot of people get into it is that they see somebody that they think they can pull off like that. They're like, that person looks like me, or I have the, I could do that with the makeup. They get into it, it because be I think some people. Yeah. I was gonna say we should ask y'all like how you both got. Yeah, into that's what it, I right? wanted to know. Okay. Well, uh, I first. Well, I did. I did like. Kind of cosplay. Oh. Whenever I went to Acon the first couple of times, Acon is an anime convention in Dallas. Uh, for those of you who aren't Texas based, it's not the uh, the 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 band the musician Acon. Oh, no. it is the you locked up. <laughs> I forgot about him. He's not relevant. Uh, but he so it's it's not that it's a, it's a convention. Uh, it's probably one of the best conventions I've ever been I to. Love it. It's great. But I, I was going and I did like little ones that were super easy to do just for the fact of it's fun to, it's really fun to do it when you're at a convention because people recognize you and you can have more nerdy fun. Um, but then I really started doing it when I found out I was going to BlizzCon for my first time. Mm. And I was like, I need to make a costume for this if I'm going to BlizzCon. I got, if I'm going, I'm going to go all out. So I spent that year after getting my tickets, just building a troll costume. I just made a, a troll shaman costume. Uh, basically used uh, Thrall's outfit from the Cataclysm game mm-hmm. and did a troll. And it was super easy. Well, it wasn't super body easy, paint, but though. the body paint. Oh, I've why been... did we both do that? <laughs> <laughs> so body paint's hard. I'm getting better at it because I'm learning how to do it for uh, Barris for the, fi- for the Rebel Legion. So... 
It's I'm getting better at it. Well, good. I'm not. <laughs> I have to teach me. So how did you get into it, Kaya? Um. So I learned about this game called League of Legends that mm-hmm. I love so much that I don't really get to play right now because I'm busy. But I love League of Legends, and um, all of my friends were like, "Hey, let's have a Halloween party and all do themed." characters from this game we all play and I was like awesome so I like looked up how to make armor and I made this armor set and the staff and I got a wig and all the things and then I was like the only person who showed up in a costume <laughs> what that, that happens more than you think yeah that's, that's what happened to me remember we have the birthday party where everyone uh, someone's like I want everyone to come in armor and that's all he said and apparently they have like a dinner that I missed that year and he meant like Knights of Camelot armor. Oh, oh, yeah. And so he I had like a throne. Oh yeah, he had birthday. a throne made, and there were people in chainmail, and they all looked right. I mean, they, they were very legit. But I showed up. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to but touch I, my phone. Was my I, I showed I showed up, and I had Gears of War armor that I had built. I had resin and bicycle inner tubes I had cut up to you know make I'm a the table. look and I'd had you know I used all this commit that's how that's how I started I was like this was kind of fun and I enjoyed painting it and making fake rivets and stuff and I, so now every Halloween it becomes like a thing that like by July I have to start building on whatever oh, I'm doing yes. and now my wife started doing it so I have to start putting her costume together too and we kind of decided this year that for Amicon before I uh, well we don't have a table at Amicon but for Amicon we are gonna dress up so we may try it i really want to bust out the ghost rider again so no, that may yes. i love the ghost rider. yeah I thought, Every, I thought, everyone liked the ghost, the ghost rider, rider except for kids that's why i asked that question was uh <laughs> i had it and kids were just like this little girl follow me around because we were at a trunk or tree at the drive-in and she's just like ghost rider doesn't have glasses your costume would be awesome but you have glasses and they were inside the mask oh, no! the mask is over the glasses, glasses. <laughs> Kid was still not she was falling here. I have, I have like the bright flaming hair. I have a leather jacket. I have a chain on. I'm wearing my what, boots. Was her name Grace? Was that the name of the bitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I bet it was Grace. The kid, I don't know. Norman took care of her. Yeah. No, it just was an interesting experience because that was the first time I'd been like that much in public. Usually, I'm just if I'm the Punisher or I'm doing the Gears of War armor. You like at a friend's. I'm at a friend's place yeah. or I, do, I build it for somebody else or mm-hmm. I do the painting for somebody. I, I never take my own stuff out and I was like, I'm going to do it. This is going to be awesome. So you got heckled by a little eight-year-old girl. <laughs> I think she was probably a tween, but yeah, yeah. it was... It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty horrible. Pretty brutal. It, bru- it bruised my ego. So. Well, yeah. So, so um. Kaya got into cosplay because she was so I was so overachieve- overachieving oh. in her in her Halloween costume. She ended up making that. a cosplay level costume for That's, Halloween, and then I had to take it somewhere. And yes. so I found uh, a con on a three day weekend that I had at work and drove up to Denver. Uh, for this first year con, it was Rocky Mountain Comic Con, which apparently is still going and awesome. Um, but I went up there and I, you know, wore my costume and for whatever reason I started talking to people and I'm like this huge intro- introvert and my best friend went with me and he is the people person and for whatever reason it just flip-flopped because of cosplay and I'm talking to everybody and he's like, who are you? <laughs> oh my god. And so I just got hooked. Freaking try hard. And then yeah. uh, the next year, I made like twelve costumes. Yeah. Whoa! Wow. So how many costumes do you have now? When you, when you uh, say your wardrobe, I would estimate that I have made thirty-ish uh, <laughs> in wow. the past three years. 
Um, possible. Gosh, I don't now, even know how many I've made. Like, some of the things that I've noticed, and I and I think I saw you do a um, a uh, panel last year at YC3, mm -hmm. and I think you talked about this. I'm not 100% sure, but on some of your costumes, you can kind of intermingle intermingle some of those looks. Is mm -hmm. that is that right? To Sometimes. Kinda, yeah. So you don't have to just have like a single costume that is just that particular character. You can actually use some of the components from that costume to create another character. Right. Um, a lot of times if I if I feel like I'm, I'm done with a costume or if there's a piece that is usable in multiple costumes, I definitely do that. I use, you know, like especially like corsets and stuff that, you know, it can go both ways. I use my Celine corset under my <coughs> Skyrim armor and stuff like that. And then, of course, wigs go multiple ways. But then if you have a costume that you're done with, you can totally take it apart yeah. and use the pieces. Recycle Recycle, it. unless you're mm. gonna sell it, which, you know. So, you know, back on track a little bit, oh. what we were originally <laughs> talking about with some of the etiquette at Comic-Cons. Um, uh -huh. uh, have either of you experienced, I mean, personally, you know, because cause we talked about the body image and you know how people kind of get slammed a little bit and you've got a little 12-year-old following Desmond around ridiculing him and hurting his ego. He, he wants to know if you've been keshed. Yeah. <laughs> and so so on the other end of that, you know, you've got these, uh, you know, cosplay is not consent signs that are showing up at New York uh, Comic Con and places like that. So has anything like that ever happened to you guys where you're, you're wearing something and or maybe somebody that you know, and they're in a sexy outfit or whatever, they're showing a little skin or something like that, and all of a sudden they're getting inappropriate comments or or you know reactions or even touching. I mean, because I know that there's been some cosplayers that complain about that. You know, guys grabbing their butt or pinching them when or they whatever. take pictures and stuff. Yeah. I've heard of that one mm -hmm. Me too. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really careful, and I like basically until recently, and now I just know a lot of people at the cons I go to. I never went anywhere alone. Um, and I noticed that like nothing ever happened to me. I always had like a guy friend with me or a big group of people um, And I never ever had any problems and then this last year actually a year ago. Um, I went to Anime Mitsuri, which is actually going on this weekend um, down in Houston and there was literally one two-minute period when I was alone I was wearing my Team Rocket cosplay. So it's like midriff and you know short skirt, but it wasn't anything overly sexy. No, it wasn't a kill a kill costume. <laughs> no. And my literally I was walking um past this line with my friend and he was like, "Oh, I got to go to the bathroom." And so he went into the bathroom and instantly there were cat calls and like derogatory stuff wow. and like it was it was insane and then he got back and it was instantly over. Really? Mhm. Mm well, crazy. that's a good note for people that are getting into it. Yeah. I mean. Don't go uh, what, alone. Yeah, which I mean, because there are creepers everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really sad that you have to take a friend with you. You know, I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. Well, sad people have friends they like, Kern. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're taking that out of context. <laughs> no, that was right. I think I think the important word was have to. <laughs> yes, have yeah. to. No, have you, to. you have to. You shouldn't have to. Yeah, no, you're right. I am no. I'm not taking you anywhere. You know? <laughs> especially if you're going to wear glasses under. Your <laughs> Ghost Rider mask. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you it's know. Okay, I go places after seven thirty when you're already in bed. <laughs> I feel like it's it's very disappointing Ouch. that that girls have to feel like Her either they have to be with someone or they can't wear a specific costume because they're afraid oh, yeah. that they're going to get some sort of backlash. Like maybe they really like this character, but her costume is like maybe they really like Ryu Ryuku Ryoko from Kill la Kill. 
And they want to wear her her super awesome badass costume, but they're afraid because it's very revealing. And uh, you know, maybe they're not afraid because they they don't have any problems with their body. They're image. not. They're not they're, like it's not self esteem yes, issues. It's they're just, they're worried that they're going. Somebody's going to grab their butt when they're taking pictures, or somebody's mm-hmm. going to be you know yelling at them. I don't know. I, about I, you, I but somebody so, would be punched in the face. Yes. <laughs> I guess for me, it's hard to understand why people think that's okay. Because I mean, I I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm a typical guy. I I, I consider myself a lesbian trapped in a man's body, but. <laughs> I appreciate a great body, but I'm not going to disrespect a woman by grabbing her, you know, inappropriately, especially when she's not with me, you know? I mean, she's some stranger that, that I just walked yeah. up to. And said, you can control yourself like a normal adult. I can control myself like a normal person, and I'm also no, not going to sit there and, and say stuff. You know, yeah. I might be thinking it like, That's oh my gosh, you know, she's, she for. is hot, and I would love to, you know have a day with her, but I'm not going to sit there and not say it and yeah. say like, you know what, you got a great ass or look at that or whatever, you know, inappropriate stuff. I just don't understand why people think that's okay to do, you know. And it's, it gets, it gets flipped sometimes too, where you get the, the attitude of, uh, if you wear side. something like that, you deserve it. Yeah. Where it's like, you get these, all these girls, like I, I was just at a convention and one of the girls there was like, I just don't understand why any girl would want to wear that kind of outfit. Because you're at this convention, this convention, there's probably some a bunch of skeezy guys everywhere staring at you. Why would you want that kind of attention? And it's that's not what it's about. Yeah. It's about dressing up like the character you like. And well, then- you are wanting attention because you want to you want to wear this outfit and you enjoy the people that are going to appreciate that outfit. And, you just and, don't and, want you, the and the pictures. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want that sexist stuff going yeah, right. on. That's what the thing I had, is. At this convention I was at, I went as uh, Poison Ivy. Which I mean is my probably my most revealing costume, but it's it's more than a bikini. Yeah, it it covers. It's like a one piece. It's yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It shows a little of my sides and then my legs, you know. Uh, but I had girls coming up to me that would say, "You're so brave," and it wasn't. It was meant to be an insult. You could tell, like they weren't trying to tell me, "Oh, that's incredible. You're brave enough to wear that." They were like, "Oh, why are you wearing? Why that? are you wearing that?" <laughs> You know, and they didn't want to say anything rude, so they turned it into, into like oh, a negative you're so compliment. brave compliment. for wearing that. And it was yeah. just, like, and obviously it doesn't bother me. Like, I just kind of, yeah. you know, Well, whatever. and then there's, like, and guys get the opposite, mm-hmm. too. There's there's one time I was having a conversation with a guy about uh, revealing costumes, and uh, he, he said something along the lines of, you know, I just, I have... S- he, what he said was, I have so much respect for women that I I don't know why they would wear that kind of stuff. I, I don't want to see them wearing that stuff because it's 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 crude. And I don't want other men staring at them in that way. So I don't want them to be wearing those, those kinds of outfits. Well, then don't look. That's they're the they're like, judging them just like the people he says he doesn't want to yes, judge them. Yes, yes. Like you're still yeah. judging them. It's like it makes a me, different way. It makes me uncomfortable to see women dressed that way. And it's like... Then don't look at them. Like, I mean, they didn't have to learn that self-control. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to lie and say that if I didn't see a cosplay that was sexy or had side boob or under boob or something, I'm not going to be like, damn. She's but I'm hot. not going to say damn. <laughs> and I'm not going to go over and be like, can I? No. <laughs> you respect it. You respect it. it. Well, how is it different than any other day of the week? Like, I don't understand that. I mean, yeah. yes, ladies know when they wear the outfits, the guys are going to look. I don't think that's an issue. The issue is when you cross the line of common sense, which is 
Your internal monologue is an internal monologue. Yeah. Well, it should stay there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, your inside voice should remain inside. What's crazy, though, is that people, like, cosplayers, I've, I've heard stories that they get the same stuff sometimes when they're dressed normally. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one cosplayer who was, like, wearing a poncho and jeans, and somebody grabbed her. And she had her, like, husband there, and he turned around and, like, you know, dealt with the situation. But she was like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what I could have done. Well, or that's just a total creep. Yeah, that's I mean, that's just, that goes back to the whole thing. It's like, you've seen the pictures, obviously, of, like, girls with a sign that says, like, not asking for it or whatever. The point is, it's the guys that are the problem. Even it's if a girl's like barely problem. wearing anything, it's never going to be her fault. It's the creepy guy's fault. Right. Yeah. That's, why, that's why if somebody's wearing jeans and a poncho, they're still going to be... I, I agree I agree with the fact that if you're wearing something smoking hot, that that you know you're smoking hot, and you know you're going to get looked at, I agree with the fact that you know you're going to go out in public and people are going to look at you. But I don't agree with the fact of what we're talking about here and just what you said, Chris, is that that gives an open invitation for you to get catcalled, grabbed, right raped, whatever the case is, that is, that is not what that open invitation is. Yeah, absolutely not. And you yeah. get it online, too. It's crazy. Like, you post, I'll post photos, you know, and they're kind of sexy. And all of my friends are like, how dare you let these people talk to you like that? And I'm like, for the most part, they're just telling me I'm pretty. Yeah. And, like, that's where that's where the line is. Like, they you're can so say, pretty. oh, my gosh, you're gorgeous. You're yeah. so pretty. But it doesn't bother me. It's, it's when they cross that line and they say, like, the crude things even online. Yeah. When I start doing cosplay and I'm wearing the fat Batman suit, in a totally cat, you can totally cat call me. I'm <laughs> totally, I, don't, I don't really care. I'm very ticklish, so if you pinch my butt, I'll probably just laugh at you. <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm just letting y'all know if you see me in a con of Batman, you what, I okay, you're I, totally, I, totally I, doing Batman for YC. I hope, right now. I hope that I hope that happens because you are so laid back and cool about it. Because I was saying earlier, I'm I know, sure I know stories. So, I'm laying back right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to share. I'm going to share a quick story. Podcast. He's physically I, I laying back. I brought back when we were uh, talking about this subject. I knew a guy that spent like two years building like this Kevlar carbon fiber mixed with like warble and leather. Like he made this whole Batman costume, but he's slightly overweight. I mean, he's like I am, which I'm like 250, 6'1". He's a little bit heavy, too big to be Batman who's cut, ripped. And Most anyway, people are not the body type. Well, I know, but we make we, and we suspend we suspend, suspend a belief if you know the yeah. guy has like abs. That's all we require for him to be Batman. And he put all this work in this costume, and he went to it, and he got repaid with like all this hate and this like hashtag fat man, and like uh. people were posting it, and they just like it got more re- like retweets and likes and everything, and then his photo of him and like. Two years worth of work and however much money he put into it, Jeez. and he quit pretty much over that. I think he's doing well, other yeah, stuff you now. You put so much work into it, and then all the recognition you get is a bunch of people making fun of you. Yeah, it was commenting on his weight. Like no one cared about the costume, how yeah. he built it. I mean, guy, there were some guys that did, but mostly it was other guys. Like I went, I don't think there were any girls I saw negatively, but like a lot of guys were like, "Oh, maybe if you, maybe if you did some this or stayed out of the bat fridge and all that." I was like, "Dude, that's horrible!" Like. This dude busted his ass to You know, that's, that's my thing, man. If, if I see somebody, I don't care if they're overweight, underweight, I really don't care. You know, if I see them jogging down the street, if I see them doing a cosplay, I don't care what it is, man. When they're doing something and they're they're putting it out there, I'm just like, man, good for them. 
Yeah. You know, I don't care what it is. I'm not going to ridicule them because it's like, uh, you know, look at Fatty in the gym over there. They think they're going to, you know, get all fit. You know, I mean, that that's the ridiculous kind of attitude that a lot of people have. You know, mm -hmm. it's like they think because they're already fit that nobody deserves to be in the gym with them. And some of these people that are, like you said, they have the image of these people that portray these cosplays. They don't have the right to do that cosplay because on the flip side of that, you know, who was it? It was one of you guys, I forgot which one, that was talking about the, the flip-flop of the genders in the cosplay. You know, there's a lot of girls oh, yeah. that do male oh, yeah. cosplay, yeah. and there's also been some guys that have done female cosplay. So Who was it that said something about the Sailor yeah. Moon? That, 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 that is the best cosplay I ever saw. It was a guy that did Sailor Moon. It was a Moon. guy dressed as Sailor Moon with, uh, he had a Saiyan wig on, and he, <laughs> he was like Saiyan Moon, and it was the best, it was <laughs> out, and it was hilarious, and it was the best cosplay. I named it, but because we were talking, I was so, I, that was like the first guy, I was like, I have to follow this man. There's he could a, have been a cult leader because I would have joined. There is a one of my favorite cosplayers that I follow. His name is Jay Hart Cosplay. Oh my god! Jay Hart Design. He Jay Hart Design. Yes, he he is like the most amazing seam, seamster seamstress seamster that I've ever seen in my life. Seamstresser, it's <laughs> incredible. But he does he does he does both. He does male and female costumes. And he and is impeccable. Amazing. Yeah, his ball gowns. No oh my god! <laughs> no pun intended. Okay, okay. Too okay. much emphasis on the first part, and I cracked oh, up. I'm sorry. His ball gowns. <laughs> but in these dresses, Ooh. he has incredible figure. Yeah, like hourglass. He's got cleavage. I don't know how he does it, but it's beautiful. But yeah, he, he gets everything that down man, perfectly. That man has some beautiful and then he has the best, one of the best uh, Link costumes I've ever oh my seen gosh. as well. I saw him post that he was going to make that costume, and I was like, why, J-Hart? It's so simple. And then he and started posting progress, and I was like, oh! Because it's oh, not simple. It's not simple. Which it's gorgeous. So, so that's a question I had, because a lot of people are going to hear this and think, oh, I should do that. And I just want them to be prepared for the level of uh, the difference between like costuming and just like Halloween and cosplay. Can you explain a little bit between just like buying a people that buy just off the rack costumes or modify costumes, which is like what I do, and actually going through cosplaying, building costumes, and having to put the character together and putting their own spin on it and understanding like the detail. So, like in my opinion, mm -hmm. all of that is cosplay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you can cosplay. You can buy off of eBay and wear it to a con and go have fun, and you're cosplaying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then you can spend two years building an incredible set of armor and go murder yourself trying to stand somewhere <laughs> in the heat. Yeah. And that is also cosplay. Um, yeah. I think it just depends on what you enjoy about it. Yeah. I, I just brought up J-Hart Design, and, you know, he is pretty smoking hot. There he's you like, know. Uh, like a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, gotta, it's like, is that I say that in the most respectful um, way, you know. Kind of it's, it's, it's definitely a thing. Masquerade. And the, you had the Link one up there a minute ago. That yeah, the Link one was, was really impressive. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I <laughs> love it so like, much. Now that one, that one is, I've that's seen Link costumes, but that's like... I want the game I mean, to look as good as that. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm not even talking about his facial. I mean, you know, obviously he's a good-looking guy, but I mean, looking at the Curtis detail in his facial. costume with mm -hmm. the uh, the chainmail, yeah, and that's his, what I'm looking the at. The lacing on the sleeve. He'll, he'll, he'll post like little that. little progress pictures that like look at my stitching on this thing, and I'm like, <laughs> how do you <laughs> stitch like that? Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day about like the different levels of cosplay because there's people that like they'll put on a bow tie. That's it. Like doctor, I'm Doctor yeah. Who. 
Why not? If you're, you're it's just like there's different levels because like there's different levels of dedication. Yeah. And like investment because some of it's super expensive, obviously. Well, yeah, you know, so, you, got the, you got the guy like, that goes to the Walmart cos you know costume section and gets mm-hmm. a Batman outfit and puts that on, you know, and that might be all they can afford or what their skill set is. Yeah. You know? Right. So the difference is if you do that, you are cosplaying and you're having fun, uh, but you shouldn't compete. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That, I think right. the, the difference is when you get into competition in cosplay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where you kind of have to draw the line of you have to put, you know, yeah. 60% of your own stuff into it. It can't be a store bought or right. something like that. Yeah. Because um, I, I think you shared, I think it was you that shared that, or somebody shared like a link to buying a Kylo Ren costume. And it's like the whole oh, thing yeah. already made, and it's like it twenty five hundred. It was ridiculous how much money this thing yeah. was. But, but I was like, it, it didn't, and it didn't come with boots or gloves. Yeah, you have but to was it, a voice was changer. Was it handmade? I have no idea. Because if it was it, handmade, you have to think about how many hours that yeah. person from put like, in I mean, that costume. Well, no, it's from like a costume shop. Like it wasn't just one for sale. It was mm-hmm. movie legit. I will put it yeah. that way, based off the pictures that I saw. But still. I mean, when you're talking like the $2,500 price tag or $2,100 price tag that was on this thing, I mean, it was crazy. Even guys that are in the 501st Legion was posting stuff. And you know, their stuff is legit. Mm-hmm. And their stuff, if you were to buy one of their outfits complete, you would be spending every bit of that much, if not more. Yeah. Uh, even those guys were saying, wow, that is ridiculous amount of money. So, I mean, I guess if you have the money to spend, you can you know throw as much money yeah. at something as you want. And but, that, uh, that's, that's what I guess for me in my mind was the question when I asked it was, there's people with different levels of money. I know people, I, well, personally, I've spent money. I've spent $30 to make Ghost Rider. That's it. Mm-hmm. And Gears of War cost me several hundred dollars. I've spent anywhere from, you know, 30 bucks to four or 500. Right. But I'm saying there's people. Have, costume. People or have costume different. Yeah. People have different price tags. So the fact that you can buy a $2,500 suit versus someone that can buy a $25 suit. Yeah. That to me doesn't, you have the same level of dedication. You're a fan, but this is what you can afford. You go into it. Whereas I was thinking more along the lines of you, what you were saying. You have to build it. You're going to compete. This is what you love. You put the passion into it. You study mm-hmm. the detail. Because, I mean, like, that's something you do. You still count rivets. You count, you know, how what's the length on the arm? Where should it fall? How many? What kind of stitch is it? I mean, I've done that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of value to me to not get pissed off in the whole entire process to pay <laughs> that money to somebody to make that for me. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of aggravation that can go into that. Um, I'm not saying that I would never develop the passion like what Kai has, uh, you know, to, to do that on a, on a level because for some people that probably is a passion, you know, to see what they can do next and up their game and mm-hmm. come up with something more creative. Uh, so I can, I can see both sides of that, you know. Another question sort of in this thing, I guess. What about, and this might be a weird offshoot of this, but in my mind, like furry costume, mm-hmm. to me that's still cosplay. Oh, yeah. But yeah. for some reason, people like at conventions treat it differently for some reason. Well, it's because it's a culture. I guess it's because of the, yeah. So, there's different types of furries. Right, yes. right. Because I have some friends who like, have the whole costume, but they're not I feel right. like, unfortunately, the, the people who don't know about Easy furries, already. they automatically put it with the sexual, mm-hmm. uh, like, inclination, the culture, culture yeah. I guess. And that's not what it is. And it's not necessarily not necessarily what it is. Um, like I, I had a girl I worked with who was said she was working on a furry costume when we were started talking about costuming, and I was like, I didn't know much about furry world at mm-hmm. that point, so I asked, you know, what does why why do you like making this costume? What does it mean to you? And she said, I just like dressing up like a cute little furry animal. I think it's fun. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's the same reason why anybody dresses up as anything. Yeah. And some of them are really cute. And some of them are really cool and really well made. Yes. Like, I can't, I can't well, even imagine. What I always liked about them, because I have two friends, two or three friends that uh, have, like, full fursuits. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. And, like, all, all of them, it's a character they created. Right, yeah. It's like, like steampunk. Because they're all artists, yeah. too. Like, so, like, they completely have had this character for years, and then, you know, they became an adult. And they're like, I can spend, like, some money and, like, make myself this yeah. character, basically. It's, it's their That's persona. Awesome. Yeah. I know, I didn't, I didn't persona. I have, that's what they call them. I, I, that's what they I call them. It's a persona. I have a persona and it's oh. a panda bear. Uh, like, I, I, I want to see that. Panda bear. I want to see that. You, you look like a panda, awesome bear. panda bear. You, you should be, do you have to be a yeah. depiction of a panda yeah, bear Batman. Oh, you panda mean like bear. make a fursuit of Yeah, panda, panda bear Batman. <laughs> like his fur pattern right there, dude. Fur pattern's a bat. I'm already hoping you get the face mask as a... What would your sidekick be? I mean, you know, obviously, but but what? It would I mean, be a it would guy be, dressed like a Robin. Robin, yeah. but what would it be? A koala be, Robin? I mean, or a, a Robin. Or a Robin. 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 I don't know. A bird Robin. A bird Robin. That's what I'm thinking. Right? I think it'd just be funny if it was like some completely opposite. Like it was a. a well, it has bee. to be something opposite because if you're doing like a, a bear that is a bat, you can't do a bird that is a bird. Like a like a Bengal right. tiger yeah. Robin. I don't know. No. You'd have I've to find out what you'd have to find your Robin. Who wants to run and, and figure out, out what his persona is? Ah, there you go. If we do a GoFundMe page right now, <laughs> would you guys be willing to help Stretch Chris goals. do a his Panda persona. Batman? Uh, I, I would not be. No, I, <laughs> what is wrong no, with you? I, I would. I, I'm sitting here in my head, like I think we can. I think this an, could be totally we have cool. Brain power uh, and manpower in this room. Chris oh, would also not be willing to. No, you <laughs> would be willing. You would not be able you to be. be willing. I'd be willing to dress up as it if we did that, but I'm not. I'm not gonna make it. Should I? I don't know. No. <laughs> now no, he's thinking about no, it. Now you're like, thinking about it. You got the gears turning up inside there. You a sexy panda Batman. I thought my very first costume shouldn't be like a panda Batman. Why not? Why not? I just show up and people are like, are you the Terminator? Just I'm like, no. Right. The Terminator. Your, your panda's no, way off. Oh, I'm Batpanda. Just such a mess. People think uh, I'm somebody else entirely. Oh, well, since you're thinking about starting, I have a question. If you guys could give advice to somebody that was just starting out, what would that that's one piece question. or two pieces be? Oh, that's the question. It's, yeah. it's always a question, but uh, we got to ask it. That's why you're here. Don't right? give up because other people are better than you. No retreat, no surrender. Because the somebody will always be better than you. Mm. And it's some of these people that you're getting tutorials from, because that's another one. Look up tutorials on YouTube. Because YouTube, YouTube is mine. like, you YouTube. Mine. YouTube. it's always mine. You know what pisses me off about tutorials? <laughs> that one's Kaya's. I'm going to tell you what really freaking grinds my gears on YouTube <laughs> is that 90% of the time I'm watching a tutorial and I got to admit, it's helpful, but it's usually a 12 year old and that just freaking pisses me off. <laughs> you know, I never have like, that problem with cosplay tutorials. Oh, okay. Because uh, 12 year olds like, don't have the money. Yeah, 12 year olds don't have the money for this. But yeah, the. But the, the people who are making those tutorials started where you are. Like, that just was a few years ago. Like, uh, okay, big example, Kamui Cosplay <laughs> is like the queen of Warbla armor making. 
she writes books about it, she sells them through the people who sell Warbler, she internationally travels to do workshops and panels about it, and is incredible. And a couple months ago, I think, she posted a first cosplay and most recent cosplay. And her first one was, what, Great Saiyaman or whatever? Yeah, it was like Great Saiyaman so. from Dragon Ball Z. And she also posts, posts one of her as a Moogle, Oh yeah. too. With the little moogle, but yeah, great say a man. It's like from really DC. poorly done, super cute, like so funny. Yeah. And to see that those people started there, that's super encouraging. Yeah. And that's the thing, like don't don't let the fact that and just keep trying. Like if you screw something up, because here's the here's the big thing, you're going to screw stuff up. That's adorable. It's a little plushie you of a panda. You found a plushie of a plant panda bat. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> this is this is gonna happen. Chris, so, uh, it's coming. It's it's happening. Panda but, uh, bat. This has yeah, been my greatest motivation that... to lose weight, so I won't have to be a. No, you don't have. To, you don't have <laughs> to never, lose weight. I've never really cared about losing weight, and suddenly I do now. So I don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god, I said it. Now they're gonna make it. All make, uh, uh, it all makes sense. Oh, panda man. But yeah, it's mostly just don't. You're gonna screw stuff up, like. So many times your your sewing machine's gonna stop working on you the night before con the night before convention. Uh, you're gonna burn the crap out of your fingers when you're trying to use Warbler or any other thermal plastics or hot glue or hot glue. Um, you're or gonna soldering iron. But yeah, you're you're going to hurt yourself a little bit. Not hopefully not extremely, but uh, you're also gonna screw stuff up and just don't let it discourage you. Just keep so going. So that's all. That's all. Like ooh, pretty. Uh, my, I think one of the best pieces of advice I can give is if you're like literally just starting and you're picking your first cosplay, don't pick something crazy. Yeah. Mm. Because keep it simple, stupid. Because I and it took me six months and it wasn't perfect and I can't wear it anymore and it was really really difficult and I hated my life and I think if I had picked basically anything else and I had been really proud of the product it would have been much easier to wear yeah you know um so if you're gonna pick something just pick something that you feasibly can accomplish whether it's because you you know don't have a lot of money or you don't have a lot of time or you don't know how to use materials yeah um do all the research before well, the money is not an issue but it's the time and the materials that i usually have an issue with i don't know how to deal with all you know you were talking about the thermal what thermoplastics yeah kydex i have no idea what you're um, talking about on that basically it's a sheet of plastic stuff that you heat up and then you shape and then when it cools it stays in the shape you put it in nice and hard yep it's, it's perfect. Um, so for basically, if you don't know how to use any materials, you should YouTube first, and yes. then buy stuff, and then buy stuff, mm. and then try it out. YouTube like three or four times. Lots of research. Like yeah. I would say, making a costume is fifty percent research and fifty percent construction. Yeah. Here's mm. my question. Now that I'm apparently going to be a cosplayer for the rest of my life. Panda. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I've always thought. Seeing people, like, when I went to RTX, seeing hundreds of people pass by, seeing, like, two Deadpools <laughs> run into each other and yeah. completely in character react to each other and, like, hug, and then they, like, started dancing, like, slow dancing in the middle of the hallway. They Deadpools. didn't know each other. Deadpools do that. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> All I could think when I see some of these costumes, though, is, isn't it super hot in there? Like, when they're wearing, like, big costumes? Yes. Yes. It, so now, like, when I make my costume, it has to have, like, fans inside. People do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do can. that. You can just string the computer fans together with the, with the nine volts. 
Like 120 Lo- millimeters. Yeah, you in should. My head, if like- you're gonna do a fursuit, you should use fans. Yes. Yeah. Please don't pass None of my friends do. None of them have fans. They today. should use fans. They like, like to get back to the hotel room and they're like, all right, gotta take four showers. Four showers. But the weight loss is incredible. <laughs> yeah. You lose all that water weight. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I, I spent I spent it in a zipped up in a leather jacket with the black jeans and like three pairs of socks on that I hope I, my height and then the mask <laughs> on top with the hair padding. And that is the hottest I've ever been in October. <laughs> in yeah. In October. I should really start making the warm costumes for things like Katsukon. Mm. Yeah, because it was um, up in Maryland two weeks ago. That's early February, and it was like ten degrees. Oh gosh! And nope. I was stupid. <laughs> she goes the Human Torch. Stay warm. <laughs> I I went uh, as a sailor yeah. scout, which you know, short skirt. Yep. Yeah, very cold. And as Kitty Cat Katarina, which is basically a fur bathing suit. And I yeah. froze. Yeah, it was dumb. But I looked good. Yay! And that's, See, that's what cosplay is all about. <laughs> Looking, yeah. it, you know, there is a lot of pain not, and suffering involved in cosplay sometimes. No. Yeah, I can't feel the feeling in my toes, but, but I look since, great. Since we're all since we're all helping Chris with his cosplay, apparently. Yeah. No, <laughs> we are. I want to ask the cosplayers <laughs> questions. Damn it! I'm trying to be nice and cordial and professional here. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be professional. Damn it! Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Is is there a cosplay that you guys want to see that you haven't seen yet, or is one that you've seen and you're like, I think that I would like it if they made a change. You don't have to call people in particular because mm. that's me, but just one you haven't seen that you're like, I would die if I saw that in real life. And I haven't seen. I've never seen it. And if There's or if plenty. you had somebody like uh, Jay Hart here that you wanted to see do something, maybe give, use this as a good opportunity to say, you know, plant a little bug. Well, I, There's I, plenty got... that I've seen online that I want to see in person. Mm. A lot of him, a lot of them are J Hearts that I'm like, I need to see that person. I want to touch it. <laughs> not really, but you know. Do you know where he's based out of? Uh, I don't know. He does go to a lot of Texas conventions. Does he really? Yeah. Yeah, he's done some Texas stuff, but I think. He went to Catscon, too. He went to Catscon. Did you get to see him? From afar. <sighs> From afar. My favorite. I did see him in. Internal monologue. Oh, yeah. He's at IkiCon, too. So yeah, he went to the IkiCon in Austin. Uh, he's been to Matsuri before. He's been to Matsuri before. before. My favorite, my favorite ones that I saw, um, not last year, but year before, because I didn't go last year at Comic Con International, was a uh, Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. That was a zombie Dorothy. Uh-huh. That was nice. awesome. She had the little basket with the zombie dog, a little Yorkie inside <laughs> oh there. Oh my little, gosh! He was not a real Yorkie, but he was a little zombie Yorkie. And That's the other awesome. was a steampunk Robin, and that looked really, really cool. That yeah, it looked really, really cool. I want to do a steampunk. Yeah, I need to. I need to. So they just came out with a uh, new skin for League of Legends for Annie, Aww. and it's a Hextech uh, Annie skin, and it looks so awesome. It's very steampunky, and I kind of want to do it. That though. That Timbers though. I kind of want to do I guess it. I haven't seen that one. Maybe that's the when did it, it come out? It just came out like it's a just, couple days ago. Okay, because I was yeah. like, there's one she has where the goggles are kind of steampunky, but. I didn't know if that was it. Yeah. So if it just no. came out, no, I haven't, just, I haven't played uh, in like the last two weeks. So I would But like I'm thinking because like I also want to see uh, besides Jay Hart, I also want to see. Uh, there's a girl. She does. Her name is uh, Lux Cosplay. She did a really awesome saber from Fate <gasps> Fate Zero <gasps> Fate Stay Night. Yes, and it's the most amazing. Like I want to make that costume whenever I get my my seamstress skills up. 
a bit better. Um, but so I, it's just, it's just amazing costume. So I want to see that one in person so that I can like fangirl I think, over it. I think the problem with this question is that with the internet and with the fact that I follow like hundreds of cosplayers that are incredible, I see a lot of it. Yeah, so I don't so think there's, there's not something that I can I've think like, of I that I'm like, that. I want to awesome. see that because I see so much. Here's yeah. who I want to see that I've never seen online or at a convention. One, Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. I want to see like a little tiny person. Oh, you want a midget to play? Yosemite. I didn't say midget. That's, That's not stereotypical. Like totally goes against the grain of this. Co- of this. <laughs> right? It's a short guy. It could be Podcast. some guys like five, two or something. It's a short guy. It's a tall. It could be tall. I want to see. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Have you seen the Transformer one where the guy's standing yeah. up and yes. he just lean over and I want to see someone do that with Thomas the Tank Engine. That would be pretty. That cool. would that would be pretty pretty awesome. Uh, I have two, and they're both people I know that I would like. I'd like to see Erd from Oh My Goddess. I'd like my wife to do that one so she'll stop talking about it. <laughs> um, no, because she'd be awesome at it. She just doesn't do it. She's afraid, and she needs to just do it. If you're listening, do it. <laughs> Make and your wife listen to this just so she can hear that. Just so she'll know do that it. I support that and do believe it. that she could do it because it would be awesome. And then the other one is when we were recording the last podcast, podcast before, I don't remember. Rose had, you wore the stupid headband, you pulled it down, and I was like, you have to do Zelda. I mean, yeah, you have to do Zelda. Oh, oh yeah. That, that was the, one of the, the second one. I think that was the second And I just realized, like, in profile with the thing, I was like, no, Zelda, you have to make the. So I do, I do, I do think that a Zelda costume would be really fun. But one of my dream costumes, dream cosplays, is uh, Link. I was gonna say Link. I think you, I think you'd be okay with with Link. Link is sort of like Peter Pan, where like you can a girl or a guy can pull it up fine. That. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Li- she did young, young Link. Link. Oh really? Uh, and I did Volvagia, <laughs> the 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 dragon boss from uh, the Fire Temple. I'm just gonna get a headlamp and I'll be nodding and just follow people around. There you go. Yeah. Hey, hey listen. listen. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I definitely would like to do Zelda at some point, but I really want to do Link. And after totally seeing cosplays, yes. wait, <laughs> wait, yeah, it totally came out wrong. I don't, I don't think it did. Do you have a, a you dream want to do it Dream cosplay. My dream cosplay is uh, Demon Hunter from Diablo Three. Oh, mm. we keep the next question. I like I'm how this flows. Starting though. on it this year, and I'm terrified. Well, I will finish it. Now, now, are you doing that because if what if you had like would it change? Would you change your mind if you had unlimited time and money? Like time would stand still and you could just raid everywhere in the world. No, it's still that one. Okay, (laughs) see, that's how you know you're doing right. Be done sooner, Kern. If you had unlimited money and time, what would you try to build? I mean, you'd have time to learn, so you could get you could get the skills right. You would be the way you look like in your mind. The way you would build it that way. Well, for the longest time, I tried to commission a um, Sith acolyte costume and i even talked to some guys out of uh europe out of the uk that do it and because of star wars licensing and everything like that they couldn't do it i i don't know if you know who sith acolyte is from knights of the old republic yeah. mm-hmm. um anyway i think it's a great cosplay uh, now you see more of it but back when i was trying to commission it uh you couldn't find it so you know if i had the skill set back then i would have totally done that several years ago uh, another one that I would love to do is, I don't know, it's kind of a toss-up, but it's just because I think it's just great-looking armor when it's done right, is either a uh, Gears of War or a Mass Effect mm. uh, outfit. I just think those things mm. just look beast. Uh, and I've seen those. And I've uh, Gears of War, there was a booth at uh, International Comic Con a few years ago 
that had the uh, full-scale replicas of the weapons that were there, and they were immaculate. And but you're talking about a price tag. Now you were talking about some of the expensive VR. You know this this fake assault rifle that had the little you know uh, chainsaw end piece on it uh, was probably around six or seven hundred dollars for this non-working mm-hmm. you know prop. But it was it was legit. I mean, it yeah. looked totally real, and it was it was really cool. And uh, but no, I think it would be probably a Mass Effect or a Gears of War uh, mm-hmm. armor set. Mm. I would definitely be that uh, saber from Fate Zero. Mm, yeah, it's incredible. How do you put armor on top of a dress? Right? <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> the Chris, had, the other, had, other than Panda Batman. Other than? That's what I was going to say. Uh, unlimited time and money. I think it'd be cool to like walk around in like a miniature Gundam suit. Oh, that would be cool. Do you, have a, do you have a particular Gundam you would pick? No, because... Okay. I don't know. I saw one at RTX. Somebody actually had like a full thing. I was like, what? Like when it walked by, so I'm just sitting there and I look over and I'm like, I was just so confused. I didn't have like, I didn't take a picture because I was just like, what? I I would be too, man. I I couldn't take it. It was like Wing Zero or Sand Rock. I was like, no. Yeah. I'd fall down on the ball and cry. Um, so you don't, that, that's it? You'd just be a Gundam. You don't know what you'd pick one. You'd have time so you'd figure it out. Mm-hmm. Make all of them. Because I pick the one. time. Yeah, you just, <laughs> yeah. I'd make like three different ones so I get a con. Yeah. Can I just say that can this ones. please include unlimited skill? Yeah, no, no, oh, you, yeah. Have, you have the time. You have the time. It's like Groundhog Day. You could just keep practicing. Groundhog Day. Right. right. But it's so totally you get it. hard. And what? motivation well, 10, is hard to come year, 10, by. Years. Unlimited motivation, unlimited yeah, skill. We should remake Groundhog Day. You're pretty much Bill Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne, but cosplaying. So All like, right. Which is technically what they do. So you're you're Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bruce Wayne cosplays as Batman every day. That's true. See, and I'm, I'm going to say no Batman. No one knows Tim. I'm going to say Batman, but I feel like that's cheating. So I'm going to say Gregor from the Clone Wars. Like I, I, that, that, that would be it. If I had the skills to make that, I would be it. Um, I'd be a clone commando. And I'd be Gregor specifically. Nice. So With the fans. tally marks on I don't, the face. I want to make an incredible like uh, World of dude. Warcraft armor set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you. The mirror vibe. And I want to do oh, yeah. Ahsoka from Clone yes. Wars. Yes. Or from Rebels, I guess she's in that one now too. But I could, who's that? Ahsoka. Oh yeah, Ahsoka's cool. I could be the butcher from Diablo three. So I never yeah. had any desire to make a Mandalorian costume until I hung out with the uh, the people this last the weekend, Mercs. the Mercs. And now I want to make a Mandalorian costume, and I'm like, Shh, they're so expensive. Ugh. Ugh. I swear, if the freaking local yes. Rebel Legion people tell me to be Leia one more time before I have the money. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was drunk, bro. He was, drunk. Dude, he was anyway. celebrating a victory over his greatest foe. Well, he's getting rich, okay? He's he was, ta- he was talking to the ladies, getting. And then, and, and, and then he tried to turn on that jetpack. He's basically drunk driving, and he hit the side of a skiff and fell into the great cartoon. And that's that's what happens. Don't don't drink and drive, kids. Don't drink and jetpack. Yeah. Great. Otherwise, you'll end up like Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. Being digested, being digested slow, for a thousand years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, you won't be alive do for you, that thousand years, but. Do yeah, no kidding. Do you have any other cosplay questions on your list? No, yeah. that was that we. That was it. They answered most of them. They kind of like just went to them without they, you asking. Yeah, them too. I know. <laughs> it worked out very well. It's like they know what they're doing better than we do. It's all <laughs> very weird. We it's try. usually the way it works out. Somebody came prepared. Somebody. Came. I, well, can 
I just be the one to say thank you first for coming because yeah. that's awesome. Thank you, we, you're our first guest. I don't Yay. know if anyone told thank you that. First guest cat cosplay. Woo. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome. And you guys should check her out online. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, Kaya cosplay on Facebook and Instagram, and also DeviantArt. Yeah. And we'll we'll put something in the show notes so you guys can find her and uh, link. Yeah. We'll on the Facebook we page and everywhere. We will we will we will do everything to get all your twelve of our listeners. On my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's to, to get your you. people link my people. <laughs> and I guess I guess that's people. a good time to go ahead and mention our social media stuff, right? Yeah. Sure. So uh, if you can, you should subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, rate subscribe. us. That would be awesome. Like, you know, comment, subscribe. Follow all these things. Share. Name your firstborn children after us. Um, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter at Nerdtastic Four Pod. Or on Facebook. That's what's your son's pretty much name? It for Nerdtastic me. Four. <laughs> yeah. Nerdtastic Four. Also, check us out on YouTube. There will be a video soon. We have a loot crate we're gonna oh. unbox. I, are, we, are we revealing the um, big secret? I guess we are because that'll probably come out before the podcast. It's a secret. It might. I don't know. It might. Either way, go to YouTube, search Nerdtastic Four, skip over the other ones that aren't us. I don't know if there's other ones. I don't oh, know there yeah, there there is. It says Nerdtastic. Don't do it. Nerdtastic four. Yeah, four. Four. It's the number. You'll see like you'll see like the logo that's on everything else. So one. We we two, believe in you. Three. Four. We, we we do. Please support us, us so we can keep making great cool content. Yeah. I almost choked saying that. We'll make. We'll keep making this podcast. Okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep making. You can laugh at us. It might be for great you someday. To oh, to. speaking of laughing at us, I think we're all going to be taking turns on Sunday. Tweeting and Facebooking and everything else about the Oscars, so you know, yeah. just stay tuned in and check it out. This will come out on Monday, so I don't know why I'm telling you that now, but yeah. hopefully you Go did join us. Join us back in time, time. yesterday. Go back in time. And Profession now. Watch our Oscar predictions as they unfold. Yeah. In the past. <laughs> or if it's Monday, you know what? You still go look, look at the leader. predictions. Leonardo for the win. We're saying it right now. And yell at us we'll, about him. Come tell us what you thought about the winners. Win. Shut we'll up, bros. It's a dream. <laughs> yeah. So we'll I'll, change, I'll change it. I will edit my post, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, I'm Chris. Panda Batman. Panda Batman. <laughs> I'm Desmond. I'm Kern. Rose of Noodle Rama Cosplay and Sky Cosplay. Yay! And thank you very much for listening. Aha. See you later, Aha. chump bags. See you later, chump bags. Chump bags. Chump bags. For some reason, chump bags. Aha! 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 Aha.